0: Growing up, there wasn't a better feeling than sitting down and cracking open a comic book. The glossy pages and the cool looking artwork, whether it was action heroes or noir comics or even creatures from the Black Lagoon, there was always a reason to have a good time, and there's always something magical. About seeing those images in the text and that were on those pages and looking back I was always wondering what drew me to comic books and I had a good answer which was that my uncle my uncle Tracy always had this way of talking about them where all these heroes felt like real people where I was like oh man that's like Captain America he felt like he was my neighbor down the street or Well, there was this villain where I was like, oh no, there goes such and such again. And this magical feeling that I got by having my uncle tell me about comic books or us going to the comic book store, it all came back from him and his love of collecting comics and living in those worlds and, and being a citizen of comics. And so for me, I always wanted to go back to the beginning and try to understand what made him into comic books. And more accurately, what comic books kind of helped shape his view of what comic book collecting was or what the importance of these characters that were in these paper pages. And so, over the years, there always seemed to be this place that was the answer to that question. And that was a storage unit. And it didn't matter what comic book genre it was or what superhero it was, they all had a place in his historic little spot the unit where they were inscribed there in those comics and so i wanted to go back and look through them but there was always something that came in between us and getting back to the unit whether it was that we had work to do or i had school work to do when i was in college or that it was hot or that it was cold or there was some reason why or sometimes TV got in the way of that, to be honest, but this day on August the 28th, that's the day I'm giving, this day in August, it was kind of hot, but it was nice and sunny, and I knew we had to go investigate those books, and so I called up my uncle, we started chit-chatting, and I found out that he had some books that he had to take back to his unit. So like any good adventurer, I knew this was the time to spring into action. So I got in my car, blazed down the highway, and made it to his house. And then we loaded up his current books, which, oh my god, they were heavy. It felt like I was trying to deadlift something. I got them in my trunk. And then we trekked off to go to his storage unit. And then when we got there, we were met by an unenthusiastic gate that monotonously Lifted up at the pace of a turtle. We went past it. And we went down all these different rows. Of monotone colored. Kind of sun looking. Storage units. Where people were either loading in. Pieces of their life they wanted to forget. Or finding gems that they had forgotten. From past lives. Or sometimes they were just storing stuff. And were like screw it. I don't ever want to see this again. And you could just tell by their facial expressions. And so while we went past the smooth asphalt that paved the way to our start of the adventure i started realizing that dang we almost forgot the comics and so i looked found the comics that were in my passenger side near my uncle and then picked them up got them in and then we went and proceeded to unlock the gate that was well the door that was blocking the comics and keeping them in and keeping us from those gems and so my uncle he hadn't been there in months so there was dust and stuff near the the front of the door and we dusted it off he unlocked it that lock looked like it had been through hell and back it was crusty and a little rusty and then he put it to the side because we didn't want to lose it and then we lifted up this astronomically heavy door it seemed like This was just like the doors to the gates of heaven and they just didn't want to let us in. So I kept pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. And it's old creaky doors were fighting against us. But it's old creaky wheels were fighting against us. But somehow we overcame those obstacles and pushed it up. And it seemed like the sands of time were coming and falling down on us. And all this dirt and dust and nasty looking old dead spiders were falling. It was was disgusting. But we made it through. And then the light of day just comes screaming in, illuminating all these boxes. And there were toys in the background. I could see hands reaching out to us from past and present. They were just there. And what I realized was this was the beginning. And we had some digging to do. I need All right. Recording what? I don't
1: know. Recording us looking for comic books. Look! Oh, you want to record this? <laughs> just don't, think about it. don't think about I'm it. putting it in my pocket. Yeah, well, you gotta hold it. But Just don't. You gotta hold it out. We gotta get the zero. I don't want to damage it. I can. Nah, nah, I can. These we, boxes are heavy.
0: Well, you are not gonna damage it.
1: You just hold it. Okay, or you, you can, I told you,
0: right. they're heavy. That's okay. <laughs> all right. So what we got here?
1: It's too much stuff to go through. One box will take you some time just to go through, just to see. What
0: do you think? What what, what do you think in here? Would you be one for me to? Could I look at them and touch them or no?
1: I mean, I don't mind you look at them, but this is a lot to look at. Yeah.
0: So it's time to start digging. Here. Captain Marvel. Oh, that's what's up. Man, we got a lot of Oh, what? This is super rare, isn't it? Yeah. That's crazy. I think I need to provide some context right now. um Rarely ever do you hit gold the first time you try to do something. But in this case, when I opened up the first box from the storage unit, it was insane. It was a bunch of first edition comic books, whether it was the first appearance of the Falcon or whether it was different appearances of black panther actually the first appearance of black panther was in that box it was insane or hulk versus wolverine there's a lot of cool stuff that was in there so yeah my mind was spinning when i opened that up i was so excited and the only thing on my mind was i had to ask mom own- but i'm not allowed to open these am i no <laughs> yeah i figured
1: camera oh. not open them here if anything
0: no, we're not what that's crazy you got a lot of stuff you got hellraiser uncensored mouse suicide squad fucking
1: dagger new dawn
0: firestorm
1: doom patrol
0: long story short we found a lot of cool
1: stuff those are the kinds i bought some at the convention Atlanta Fantasy Convention.
0: You gotta speak something to this box. This is the. You got, you got some stuff to oh,
1: talk about. Alright. Just alone. This alone. We got a lot to talk Alright. That's
0: nothing. <laughs> As I looked out into the sea of discolored gray boxes, I realized my uncle was right. There was an infinite amount of comic books in our midst. And honestly, we just didn't have enough time to do it. Because the sun was starting to set and it was getting late. We wanted to leave. So, like any smart person in an Indiana Jones movie, I gathered up as many gems as I could find. I stuffed them into my pocket like greedy little cuss. I even shoved them in the back of my Camry. So much so that the car was starting to ride lower in the back and we started to take off. But before we did, I had one thing to mess with my uncle about. So, Uncle T, you don't have 100 comic books, do you? Yeah, 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 that was a tall tale. More like 2,000, 3,000, honestly 10,000. Probably more than that comic books. When I got home that night, I didn't realize how many comic books I'd actually taken. I was in a blur, I was excited, you know? I'd only dreamed of this. I I just started grabbing stuff. Whether it was comic books from movies like Batman with Michael Keaton, the 1989 one. Or just comics with Z Nation. All types of random stuff. So the next three hours were a blur as well. Because I had to sort through what all gems we'd actually acquired on our way there. Um, And so one trend that emerged from just digging and digging and digging and sorting through all this infinite amount of yellowish discolored paper was that there was a a boatload of spider-man comics more spider-man than one man could handle okay and as i stared into this never-ending pile of spider-man comics one thought crossed my mind how did my uncle get introduced to this character and most importantly why does he like spider-man
1: but this back when I was in... Um, let me think. Uh, it wasn't... A lot, of, a lot of it was back when I was in school in California. When I was in the third, and second, and third, and fourth... Well, I was fourth grade here. Um, but second, I'd say, yeah, second and third grade. They were reruns out in California. On TV, probably was like either channel 11 or 13, mm. uh, where um, they can they showed Spider-Man in the afternoon and sang that old Spider-Man song, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. I forget the words. <laughs> the, the. I'm trying to remember what comic. When did I have my first Spider-Man comic book? I almost want to say it might have been one with the tarantula in it for some reason, but I (laughs) don't remember.
0: Really? And then what got you to going back and like collecting them and going back and looking like at all the old ones, for example?
1: Um, mainly because I wanted, um, to collect like, you know, first appearances and, and then, um, I like the art, some, some of the artwork.
0: Like when you are a little kid, when did you start like reading or like looking back at like the old
1: comics? Or I didn't look at the old comics. I didn't get, I, 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 my only exposure to the old comics was, uh, when I probably was at, probably at school and, and somebody had, um, one of those Marvel, uh, books um I I'm forgetting the name of it I have it um, it's a Marvel book that it's just a reprint of all uh, of different Marvel comics and that was uh my exposure to any of the old old comics was through that through that book and that, when I was old enough to get a copy of my own I, I got a copy of I' forgetting the name of it you have to I had to do a Google search. I, I, know, I forget the name of that book. Um, so I, I forget. I I have to look it look it up, try and look it up and see if job my memory.
0: So was that kind of when your like comic book clothing kind of kicked up? Yeah. During the eighties.
1: Yeah, particularly once I got out of high school, okay. and um, I started well. I was able to drive myself to the comic book stores. I didn't have to rely on my parents, particularly my dad to take me. Hmm. I could go on my own. So when that was the case,
0: when did you when did you start looking? So you said you were looking at the reprints where they were like comic and paperback, but they had like a bunch of reprints of like the old ones. Was that one? Go go ahead. Finish your question. Was that when you started thinking about like possibly like in the future going back and collecting some of like the older
1: issues? Yeah, well, particularly when um, I learned about the Atlanta Science Science and Fantasy Convention, I would go to those conventions to look for um, back issues. putting that into it. But did Because a lot of things I liked about. I guess spider-man other than the fact that yeah he climb walls and on uh, buildings and all that the thing I, I guess i when i when I bought a comic book of spider-man I always like to buy the ones where spider-man looks like he's got some muscles to him not not skinny because some artists draw him looking skinny looking and and I, I never cared for the artwork where he looked skinny looking I always liked the one where he like he got some some muscles to him, yeah, that's my muscular spider, yeah, he is,
0: it.
1: but really, I mean, now that I'm older and all that he, I mean, I can kind of see where yeah he's he's not he he shouldn't be somebody that's buff bulked up and all that like Captain America, he should kind of be smaller
0: I think. That was the thing that stood out the most to me. It was just. And as I left my uncle's house that day, one thing became apparent. The comic books, it wasn't about the monetary value, which sometimes we would joke about how rare and how these things were like almost a 401k. Um, this collection was really about just the love of the characters. He did like the issues, he did like the stories and the arcs. And there there was something special about all these issues and this curation and this almost like meticulous process that he'd come up with collecting all these different individual stories. You kind of got a glimpse into where he was. And so I decided that day I wanted to dig into what kind of helped him create his collection. And most importantly, what was his outlook on it? Because it had been over 30 plus years of collecting comics. This project wasn't going to be a one-off affair. I couldn't capture all the experiences I had digging through the books. Or even all the different little intricate stories he told me that day. In one episode. So, So this is issue one of Tales from the Unit. I hope you tune in for the next episode of Tales from the Unit.